Welcome to the K Podcast. We're going to have a fun time talking about sports, a little bit about life, but ultimately just getting away from the negativity of the world. If you do want to interact with us, we do have an email, the cave and Kansas, Kansas abbreviated 15 at gmail.com, all lowercase. Caves takes it to the next level. We're going to start with the prayer. Dear God, thank you for this week. Thank you that we get to come back to these people, talk about sports, just get away from negativity of the world. Pray that uh, you keep everybody safe this week. Pray that you, know, you, you heal the situations that uh, only you can heal. And we come back next week and get to hear from more people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's time for the dad joke of the week. Let's hear it. The doctor told me I had the peekaboo virus. They sent me to the ICU. That's a good one. That 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 is a dad yes. joke. And you know what? I didn't cringe. That's a good dad joke. This is straight up. So we're gonna start with another icebreaker question for this week. When you walk into a room, what song turns on? What's your walk up song? I was doing a finding on my iTunes, you know, or Spotify, trying to find a song. Seven Nation Army had to be best song ever. Pretty close. Just I get the whole song? Gotta, gotta get a hype. The whole song, really, the intro, really. And if, take out the lyrics. It's good. So you know, do that too. I chose uh, "Don't Stop Believing." That's a classic song. For all you who into the 80s music and aren't bobbing your head up and down every time you want to listen to music, it's a good one. It's a classic. It's 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 on most famous movies. Okay. If you have a walk-up music for you, you can uh, email us at the cave in Kansas. Kansas is abbreviated 15 at gmail.com. The NBA draft was last Thursday. And a lot went down. We're going to start with the top three. The Orlando Magic picked Paolo Boncaro with the first pick out of Duke. The Oklahoma City Thunder with the second pick picked Chet Holgram. And the third pick, Houston Rockets selected Jabari Smith Jr. Initial reaction of what do you got? I was surprised by the first pick, Paulo. But he's probably the most NBA ready. Can make an immediate impact. Um, Chet, I mean, OKC got their guy. That's who they wanted the whole time. And Rockets, well, Magic messed up. Now Jabari's probably going to average like 25 his rookie year. Probably like, one, this going to be one of those stories. Look back, the third pick was probably the best player in the draft. We've Best heard that before. Yep. So looking at the stats from college, Paulo Boncaro averaged 17 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a block each. With five, four other dudes on his team that got drafted yeah. in the same draft. Yeah, he's got a, he, it was a stacked team. Yeah, it was pretty stacked. Chet Holgram averaged 14 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, and 4 blocks. 
talk about the Gonzaga team was pretty high ranked the whole year. You know, didn't couldn't get it finished, but they were pretty high. And Jabari Smith averages 17, seven and a half rebounds, two assists, a steal, and a block. Statistically, in college, they're all three good. I mean, those are, those are good numbers. I think the one that stands out to me is Chet's. Just looking at the defensive capability of a seven-foot player who can guard perimeter defensive. You know, they can he can play on the perimeter. He can switch onto a guard if he needs to. Guard one through five. That's what I like to see, the versatility that he has. I think all of them can be scorers in the NBA. But I think that that's why, in my opinion, he's the best at the top of the top three. Jabari probably be the best scorer, though, out of all of them. I think Jabari Smith is a huge winner. Not the Rockets. I think Jabari Smith is a huge winner dropping the three. Now you, talk, you ask why. Yes, he lost pay cut. Didn't get number one. He can't put that in the resume. But I think Houston is a way better fit for Jabari Smith. I mean, you talk about Jalen Green and Jabari Smith for the next couple of years. That is a deadly duo. I would agree. Yeah, Chet to OKC, very young talent. Have like eight guys probably under under uh, twenty three years old. Very young core. Their rebuild is looking good. Mm-hmm. And you know what? These uh, we're gonna go over the winners of the draft. And you know what? These these teams also had a very good, you know, rebuild. What are your top? What are your winners for this year's draft? I had the. Uh, my first one I first thought of, the first team, uh, Detroit Pistons. Detroit basketball. They got Jaden Ivey. And Jalen Dern. Those are, I think, the Pistons rebuild. I mean, it was going well, obviously, when they got Cade, but I think it's taking a turn for the best. Cade, Cade had a great second half of the season. He didn't let the defense speed him up he he controlled that defense did a lot better yeah he did a lot better and uh moving jeremy grant to the blazers helped them get a chance a really good chance to get deandre ayton before the draft so then they got jay and ivy you know probably the biggest steal talk about the biggest steal in the draft dropping from I mean, I know he's projected four, but when you talk about he's going five and K- pairing up with Cade Cunningham, that's an amazing pick. Mm-hmm. My second one was OKC getting three picks in top fifteen. That's crazy. If they all pan out, of course, if they turn out really good, that's gonna be they're gonna look up on the draft and be like that's where it changed. Are they? The biggest thing there was they were taking, you know, potential more than anything. They were they weren't just sitting there, you know, trying to take the best available because they knew that right now they're not going to win games. So mm-hmm. they could have freaked out Paulo going first, like, wait, what's wrong with Jabari? Because they could have gone Jabari too. Yep. But they want Chet was he's by one. far their their top guy and what they who they yeah. wanted. Who's your next winner? Those are the only two I have. All right, I'll, I'll go to mine. Mm-hmm. I got a couple more. San Antonio Spurs 
I really like their draft. I think Jeremy Sohan, a little bit of a reach at nine, but he's a very good defensive player already, and he can develop offensively. Then they get Nebraska's finest late in the draft that people did not think. I mean, he was supposed to go first round. He's a scorer straight up, Malachi Branham, and he'll be good. I think um, you talk about all the picks they had. They hit. He's from Ohio State. That's okay. <laughs> I see good either way. All right, let's go to our losers of the draft. Who do you got? The Kings. They could have got Keegan Murray later in the draft. Plus, they done they done the trade right. They would them the number four pick. They would have gotten something great in return. They done it right, but you know it's Kings. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta show you. uh, Have you guys hear something? There have been three times in Kings history where they fall from greatness, basically. Uh, twenty eighteen, they had number two pick. They picked Marvin Bagley. Guess who's the next? Luka Doncic. Luka. Yep. Twenty twelve, they had number five. They took Thomas Robinson out of Kansas. Next pick, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. 2011, back-to-back years, they took Jimmy Fredette. Traded for him. Yep, at number 10. Next pick, Clay, Clay Thompson. Thompson. Yep, this could be the next one. This could be Jay the next Nivey. one on the list. Oh. Jay Nivey. Especially, I think the difference between those. Yeah, Luka was pretty high scouted, but you talk about Jay Nivey was possibly in another year, in a different draft. The first pick, I mean, next last year, Kate Cunningham, he's a, he's the second pick. Next year, he could have been the first pick. So, I think you uh, you really got a question. I know he wasn't the best fit, but you got you know, he's better than in my opinion, he's better than Keegan Murray. So, who's your next loser? For this one, they were in the wait till next year mode. They have been for a while. Uh, New York Knicks. They gave OKC three. A pick from 11 and 12. They got some decent return though. But they're heavily protected. Yeah, they're going to last long. Yeah. But for them to be competing in a championship, you got to do it free agency, obviously. Get the big names. But you also got to put pieces together in the draft. And they put themselves out of the draft. So, maybe trying to get Kyrie, I don't know. Kevin I mean, Durant, I don't know. They got to get somebody big. With I mean, they clearing up cap space. For, got Kemba, Harry Picks. They have to go after somebody. Yeah, they... And what I've heard a lot of is Jalen Brunson, but I don't think that's a good idea to pay him. It's not a good one. He can't be your best option. R.J. Barrett's the one. It, or True, but Julius how, how good is... Brunson and RJ backcourt, not great. In my opinion, they just don't fit together. I got a, I got a loser, not even a team. Can we talk about Adrian Wojnarowski here? Like, that man. How many times did he t- put on his Twitter? Top three is solidified. Jabari's one, Chet's two, Paolo's three. I mean, I might have saw that five times. All of a sudden, thirty minutes before the draft. 
The Orlando Magic that. are seriously considering Paolo Banquet. What is this? I thought this guy was supposed to know everything. Hey, he's the guy in the NBA. Is he really now? I saw a stat. His competitor, NBA analyst, Woj gave up 14 picks. Gave away 14 picks. His competitor gave, gave away 11. Well, they just need to take more the, than the 14 they, they don't need to talk about trades. They need to quit doing that. He just needs to start straight up tell what's going to happen. Yeah, he's just telling us. Without, like, I like the surprise, you know, and the excitement. So we're going to talk about, obviously these are not, you know, right now boom or bust, but we're going to talk about first who we think are going to boom out of this draft. Go ahead and with your list, Jonathan. No order one through whatever, but it's just names that are coming to my mind. Sharp. Going to Blazers. Dude has all the measurements, athleticism, and for the NBA. He hasn't played five on five in a year and a half, probably. That, that's the only thing I think is holding him back. Every, everything else he has. He has the tools and all that. My next guy I have, the guy we've been talking about quite a bit, Jay Nivey. He was getting compared to Job Moran. If he lives up to that, that Detroit's got a guy. They got Kate and him. Like that's gonna be crazy. Um next I was going to toss up. But I'm gonna go with Jabari. High level scorer. And he he can do it on defensive end too. Blocks can get one half to two blocks a game, a steal every now and then. But he also get his ceiling for NBA. I think is twenty six points a game. Rebound the basketball too. Pass it, you know, a little bit. But he can do it all. So, my bus list, and you know, I looked through some analysts. Check ESPN, check the Bleacher Report. But I also have my own opinions from just watching it with my blind eye. So, my my first one I want to talk about, Peyton Watson. First round pick, and he averaged three points at college. <laughs> Potential's not really there. I, I, I just don't understand the pick. I know he was the last pick in the draft. I get it. I In the first round, I get it. Why do you get drafted, in my opinion? I, those are the guys you got to watch out for. No, those are the Anthony Bennett's of the world. That's what I'm saying. Okay. My next bust, from my opinion, Patrick Baldwin Jr. I think that um, in a Warriors system, he'll he'll probably flourish a little bit because, you know, they don't need him right now, so he has a lot of time to develop and just get better. But I just, uh, I, I think... You know, watching his college play, low tier to you know competition, it he didn't stand out. Probably played twelve games. I mean, I yeah. still see what it, when when he was on the court, he wasn't as effective as you would hope from a former top ranked high school player before he. Uh, the Warriors have a good developmental uh, team. He, yeah, he he can be good. Yeah, I just think. For a first round pick, I I don't want a a guy after 
develop that much. If especially for a Warriors team that wants to win right now. Um Keegan Murray. I feel like, you know, you talk about he jumped up tremendously in talent, skill, and all of that in college. But in my opinion, how much more room does he have left to you know, to get better? Does he I think his potential could have peaked almost. You know, he he's a decent scorer and he did some rebounds, but I think there's no more no more room to grow. This one might get some some hate the next two. Benedict Matherin. Mm. Arizona. Why? Watching him play. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I'm assuming he went top ten in the draft. But I don't think he has a lot of more room to grow. Athletically, he is sound. He shoots it decently. I don't think he has the form to get it good enough in the next couple of years. He has to, he has to change that a little bit. And he's playing for a team in the Pacers, not really known for developing guys. So, Paul George. That's, you're talking. That's a long time ago. We're talking about the last couple of picks they've had just haven't turned out. Not because they're not good players in college, but. They just don't know how to develop, guys. This one here is, I know, I know it's going to get some heat. Future bus, Paolo Boncaro. Oh, my. Former first round, first pick. Oh, man. Hear me out. This is when we listen. Our li- we lose our listeners right here. Hear me out. People are leaving no, right now. Hear me out. I understand what he did in college. Oh, my gosh. I understand. With four other dudes that got drafted. I understand what he did in college, okay? I understand the situation. I understand it's Coach K's last year. I understand all of it. Then you, would, my, you wouldn't put him on the bus. In my personal opinion, he's peaked. He is close to most pro-ready player in this draft. And that's because he's peaked. And that's... That's all I got. He's just not... There's nothing special about this kid. I knew you were up to something. This kind of crap. No, that's straight up truth, in my opinion. He's just not there. He's not going to get him better. We were trying to stay away from Stephen A's level. This is not you Stephen just, A's level. You brought it higher, probably. How many number one pick... Are you telling me every number one pick has panned out? Yeah. Not all of them. I mean, not every single one. Never mind. No, no, no mess up on that saying. one. Yeah, LeBron. I mean, you, you know what? We'll look up the former number one picks. Look up the last. Um, let's go like seven, seven or eight. No, we'll look up the whole two thousands. Two thousands or two thousand twenty-two, dude. That's a lot. Got twenty years. Let's go like twelve years. You look at from. We'll start with two thousand ten. How about that? Two thousand ten. All right. John Wall. Hey, he's nice when he plays, but he he gets injured. Can't trust him. Can't trust him enough because he's injured a lot. Okay. Kyrie Irving, he's good. All right, he's good, yeah. Anthony Davis, good, but... Oh, street clothes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he, you know, uh, he's not... <laughs> you're talking about... You're, a year you're ago, da- you would have been like, Anthony Davis, oh, my goodness. But right now, yeah. You were just guessing about John Wall not being staying healthy? I didn't say he was good. He's, he's better talent. Yeah. 
Anthony Bennett. We don't need to discuss that. <laughs> Skip. Andrew Wiggins got into the right system. Didn't he, he was good? Don't get me wrong, but he, it wasn't great until he got into the right system. In my opinion, that's what's happening. Going to happen to Paolo Boncaro. I don't think that Orlando Magic is the right fit for him, and I don't think he succeeds in that fit. He's going to have the pressure. Andrew Wiggins had the pressure of scoring, being a leading scorer every game. As a rookie. As a rookie. And yeah. I think that's the same situation what we're talking about here. It's hard to develop as a player when you're asked so much that young. We'll get 2015, Carl Anthony Towns. And uh, that was a little surprise pick, but that turned, turned out. You're, you're literally naming all stars right now, besides ben Anthony Simmons. Bennett. All Pass. star. All star. Markel Fultz. Oh, yeah. That's two. Two of what we're doing, like 12. Aiton. Uh, will be all-star. He will be, but not, not yet. Zion's injury, uh, he's going to be great. Don't get me wrong. Next year, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna put up a season that nobody's going to see coming. Anthony Edwards. He's pretty good. You're telling me. Katie Cunningham and Paul Bonguero. I think oh he is God. the same situation as Andrew Wiggins until he gets in when you talk about what they're talking about in the ESPN and all of them they're saying Hall of Fame you know MVP type player he's not that until he gets in the right system alright let's talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder here please move on oh my Chet Holgram yep Best player. Unicorn. Uh, You know, hopefully he puts on a little bit of more weight. I think everyone should expect that, yeah. And I think, you know, you saw him in uh, Gonzaga. He was great. But I feel like he was kind of conservative with his play. It felt like he he took a role as soon as he got in as a pick-and-pop or pick-and-roll. What about defense? On offense, I'm talking about. Oh, okay. And he almost looked average, honestly. I think he has the skill. Better, One of the best offensively skilled guys, especially as a seven-footer that we've seen in a long time in the draft. So, I think if he, if he flourishes and opens up, you know, his mind that he, he can be a number one, number two scorer, could be MVP one day. going to be hard for if the Thunder keeps the players they have right now. And just fast forward to about four years from now. New contract, you know. He, I still think Shea would be a better player, like overall. But Chet is very close on for that team. I mean, it could be him both. If he's a Scott Skitty, he probably won't get it then. Yeah, I mean... That's where, that's, that's where, where the seventeen picks. You know, and you can make picks. it work. You can make it work. Yeah, Sam Press, Jimmy. He knows you're doing though. We're talking about our um, pick we traded for with New York, Uzman Diang. <laughs> what do you think of him? I was watching the press conference, and he was a man of few words. He was, "I'm happy to be here. I'm just happy." 
And I don't know if that's a bad sign, like where he's just not happy that he got drafted by OKC. He'd rather be at New York, where he originally got drafted before he got traded, or he—I mean, he—it's a new environment for him. He's from France, moved to the U.S. Probably completely different. I've never been to France before, so I don't know. But I—I understand where you might be a little shy, you know. So what hopefully, you're hopefully he'll be a good player. He was training this off the last off season with, uh, he's coming from like the Tony Parker Academy over there, in France. Came over and, and trained Paul George. Hopefully has good signs. We gave up three first round picks for him, so protected first round. That's but three. For, still it's three still first. three first rounds. Yeah. Looking at his stats coming out of uh, Australia last year, played twenty three games, got about twenty minutes a game. Three-point-wise, shooting 27%, but his jump shot is smooth. With work, can be developed. Not talking about knockdown, but he can get there. Smooth as butter? Smooth as water. Wet like water. Okay? Alrighty. Shooting 51% from the t- from uh, inside the three-point line, but you've got his field goal percentage, 39%. Doesn't look good, but when you compare the number of shots he's taking... In and out, you can adjust that. You can adjust that. Hurt the line, sixty-six percent, not great. But as they, we were talking, hearing in the, for the draft and after the draft, he is a potential guy. Has a lot he of upside. Extremely raw yeah. right now. I mean, you talk about a player, not necessarily because he hasn't played a long time, but it's a lot of potential. Just needs to get developed. And in the Thunder, I have the right system, I believe, to develop that. Yeah, if if the uh, OKC misses on this, they got 17 other first-round picks. Like it's not gonna hurt them that much. Now they it's gonna look they're gonna look back and see there's three first-round picks we gave up. But still gonna look bad, but not you know not terrible. Yeah, I mean they've been scouting this guy since he was 16. Yeah, they know they they know what they're getting out of him. What about the first of the Jalen Williams? From San Clara, J Dub. Yep. I don't know. I've had a tough time. I was looking at him. Um, I feel like he's the guy who can just put him in. He'll go. He'll get after it. Like he'll compete. He he's ready right now. Most NBA ready right now. Not a lot of like upside. We're looking at here. Eighteen points in college. Mm-hmm. You talk about stealing and a half block. Four rebounds, four assists. Shooting forty percent from the three this last year, very good. You know that that uh that you can see the development between his career. I mean, last year you're shooting twenty seven percent, thirty nine percent this year. Two point percentage is still fifty five. But I heard a, not heard a lot about this guy. Don't know a whole lot, but from what I've heard, he's playing good now, and. Um, he still has a, a lot of room. He can grow. You know, he, he did average 18 points. So, scoring wise, he's kind of uh, he's kind of peaked. But defensively, he has a lot of room to grow. Definitely, yeah. Like I said, he he's going to get in there and he's going to compete. He's going to want roster spot. They got to figure out how to spread those minutes out with well 12 players. It's a lot. They a lot of people who need minutes. Mm-hmm. See what they do. Second 
Jalen Williams, our last pick of the draft for the Thunder. Led the NCAA in charges. That's why I like to see hustle player. Yes. You look at his stats, 11 points, one block, a steal. Not a whole lot defensively when it comes to blocks, but still averages 10 rebounds, gives you three assists. He's shooting very well, 50, 55% from the two-point. Three-point is not there, 23%. But that doesn't mean it's bad. But if you look at his field free throw percentage is what's shocking. Now Jalen Williams doesn't take a lot of dunks, so most of the stereotype for some an archetype like him is he's gonna have high field goal percentage, low free throw. But shooting 74% from the free throw line yesterday, yes, last year, that that means there's room to grow in his mid range. There's room to grow for possibly a three point. Yeah, definitely. I I think he'll have more of an impact on the defensive end. I at least I hope so. I mean, defense wins championships. But uh, he like just like the J Dub, they got that defense down. Just like Chad, like OK's defense was terrible last year. They brought in three guys who can get after on defense, and hopefully bring that with Lou Dort already. Basically can play the nice little defense too. I mean, he's, he was guarding Giannis, Giannis last year. Doing pretty nice. We're going to move to the MLB. MLB team this week. Who's hot? Who's not? Take it away. I'm going to start with who's not. Uh, no, go ahead. Yep. Cincinnati Reds. Once again, two weeks in a row. Yep. They're 2-8. and eight. After coming off a duff from today, which we're it's Sunday when we're recording right now, uh, just seems like too there's not a, like a lot of room for them to get better. And Toronto, but they are in a very tough division too. Um, three and seven in the last ten games. Uh, but we'll get to who's hot. Let's get here. Let's hear it. Boston Red Sox. Eight and two. Devers is cooking. He is a, he's a player. Hitting machine. He is swinging that bat for the fences every time. Shout out to the Bostonians in the chat. Shout out to Bostonians. And uh, I like the teams. You know, it seems like when you're watching the Boston Celt- the Boston Red Sox, um, it seems like every game. You can you almost think they're gonna blow them out every game. You know, pitching wise, they're playing better. They're hitting lights out at the team. So they they might have peaked, you know, performance wise, but that don't matter if you can keep that up for a long time. No matter to make it in this, who's hot, who's not. For the who's hot, you kind of have to win on the road because the Dodgers are seven and three the last ten, but they're off. They're on like a four-game winning streak on the road. Kind of have to win on the road. Let's look at the Royals this week. Oh, yeah. I want to hear your player of the week for the Royals. Yes. Zach Greinke came back from rehab and got his first dub for the Royals this year. And that was his first Royals win since 2010 when he was last a Royal before getting traded. And 
yeah. Uh, I was going also a runner-up, uh, Edward Olivares, coming back also from rehab. I believe the exact same game Grinky was pitching. First two at-bats, just straight out of the park. I like him. I think he is. He can be a very good rotational player. Yeah. You'll get there. We'll get there since Sunday. They played the Athletics on Sunday. It was... They lost 4-0. They played the Angels, a host of a three-game series. 6-2 win, 12-11 win in extra innings, and 5-0 loss to the Angels. Ooh, played the Athletics four. again starting Friday. They win 3-1 on Friday. They lose 9-7 on Saturday, and they lose 5-3 on Sunday. That was a tough one. All five. Brady Singer today was pitching a great game. And just the bats got hot, and but we gotta help. We gotta help them. Yeah, and yeah. It, it seems like um, you know, talk about pitching wise. I see a lot. There's a lot more improvement pitching wise, consistency with how many runs we're giving up. It seems like you know, for a couple of weeks there, it was run after run we're giving up. So yeah, they're six and four last ten, and uh, twenty six and. 45 record. They can get better. Water room to uh, improve. They better do it here soon. Yep. If you're looking for at least a title, like a playoff race, you try and get in that by All-Star, which I'm not sure how much longer, how far that, far away that is. Um, by All-Star, you want to be at probably around seven games behind your division leader. I think right now we're at 12 and a half. We got about uh, two weeks in June's, between July um, oh, yeah. 17th and 20th. Doable. So, Doable. so they, can, they can get hot between then and now. So Pitching's got pitching to yeah, consistently good. We, we can put up runs. Recently, we, we have been putting up runs. But we have got to pitch better. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast, The Cave. We'll come back next week with another edition. Caves, take it to the next level. Peace.